1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Hilary Kerr, the host of Who, What, Where with Hillary Kerr, your direct line to the designers, stylists, beauty experts, editors, and tastemakers who are shaping the ever-evolving world of fashion. I promise the podcast is so fun. In fact, here's a peek. I still have so many questions about your relationship with
0: Justin Bieber. I'm not trying to upset anyone, but sporty sunglasses are really the moment. Today, we are here to talk about one thing, the Met Gala. One day I walked into Beyonce's house and she's like, hey, I didn't know you were here. So I wanna
3: shoot this thing. Fashion's not about rules. And I, <laughs> I think the most exciting moments are when people do what they want.
1: You can listen to Who What Wear with Hillary Kerr every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This might sound crazy, okay? Like it might sound. Just stick with, just stick with me for a minute. I'm thinking of drinking less this year. I know. I'm gonna let you know a secret. I've had about five drinks in the last month. No joke. That's serious. I, 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 I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. But I swear to God. I, well, I've definitely already started cutting back, especially this summer. Like I didn't drink mm-hmm. as much as. I wanted to mentally. But today we have three, I know, three very special guests who are here to talk all things alcohol, non alcohol, drinking less, sober curiosity, which is a new theme I'm learning and we're gonna talk about basically everything drinking related. Dawn Marie and Jamie Coulter are Dallas born entrepreneurs. Love me some Dallas. Best friends and wine enthusiasts who became interested in the non-alcoholic world of wine during the pandemic when drinking at home was on the rise. After questioning their relationship with alcohol, they created Starlo Wines, which by the way, you guys, I have it in front of me. It's so fucking chic. It's so beautiful. And for those of you who not, might not be familiar with it, we're obsessed. It's hyper-stylized, non-alcoholic wine designed completely for wine lovers like Em and I, because we are. But I don't want to forget our third very special guest, Hillary. Oh, Hillary. Hillary Scheinbaum. She's a journalist, an author, a speaker. And yes, she writes on mollysims.com. She wrote The Dry Challenge. And she's going to take you through what letter to write it. But I thought the three of you together, because it's a big topic. I mean, I'm going to start with you, Dawn and Jamie, because Starla Wines, it's beautiful. Cheers. Cheers. We're having the rosé champagne. Cheers, you guys, right Cheers. now. And I want to I want to go on this theme because when people think you know sober or they think a dry challenge or they think oh God you're an alcoholic right you hear the word sober and people automatically think you're recovering alcoholic right so we want to like kind of demyth that but tell us I mean you guys have such an interesting story and you did it
2: kind of after the pandemic correct yeah we we started this during the pandemic. And I was already on a point where I was trying to cut back and stop drinking altogether. And Jamie was doing what everyone else was doing in the pandemic, which was just the opposite of (laughs) that. But yeah, we we, we started it in the pandemic. So it was really interesting time to try and launch a company and a brand and be productive for sure. What made you start it? So for me, I, as I mentioned, I was drinking less and I decided to break up with alcohol. So I'm closer to 60 than I am 30. And it's just really hard to have a hangover. Like hangovers are much more intense than they've, as you get older. I don't know if anyone else knows that, but it's true. And I just really wanted to be more productive. And I decided just to cut it out of my life. And it was hard at first. And that's how I got into the non-alcoholic wine world, because I adore wine, like wine. It's always time for wine. And uh, there really weren't any products on the market. And so I saw that as a huge opportunity. And if nothing else, I've had a very expensive experiment in making something I enjoy drinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you guys, it's beautiful. I mean, it's super chic. Do you You guys must come from like a fashion background, right? I mean, that's yeah.
3: the girl Jane right there. I do. I had an accessories company when I lived in Los Angeles and then moved to Dallas and started a clothing company. So I come from kind of like luxury goods. And when Don called me and told me her awesome idea, I was all about it because I had party a little too hard during COVID. And I kind of, I call myself a modern drinker. That's something that Don and I have like coined or Starla has. And that just means like, I don't not drink alcohol. I just kind of watch what I put in my body. And Monday through Thursday, I'm a mom. I try not to drink just that much so I could be a little bit more focused and present and not feel gross. And I get rosacea and disgusting looking if I drink too much. And it, it's just anyway, so this sounded like something really exciting. And I jumped on board and Starla was born.
1: I'll have to say, it's five calories. Like, we were trying it last night before she got well, I was trying it with my team. I was just like sitting there and then, like, well, let's just try it. It's only five calories, people. Like, yeah. that, there's a reason to drink it right there. But I also right. think, you know, to I have two points that I think are relevant to what you guys are doing. One is that you guys launched at a very interesting time because there is a lot of conversation right now. I see it on social of women coming out and saying, I stopped drinking for not because I have a problem, but because I started to, you know, I was, I'm going to give it up for a week. And then that week I started to feel really good about myself. And so I'm going to go another week. And then all of a sudden that two weeks has turned into two months, which has turned into six months. And I've started to see that be a real conversation. And I actually am genuinely serious when I said I haven't really been drinking in the last month. I cut out sugar, dairy, gluten, everything in the last month. And alcohol kind of came with that. I've gone to a few social functions where I just had tequila and soda, and that's just, you know, been my thing. But yeah. I would only have one. And I've got to tell you, like I constantly struggle from neck and back pain. And when I'm not drinking, the inflammation in my body goes away. It really is incredible. Like my sleep is better, my joints feel better. And I can see why that is addictive. Like you feeling better about yourself physically, you know, not like looking in the mirror, but physically feeling better is something you probably want to continue. So that's why, I mean, I think what you guys are doing is incredible because it still gives you that vehicle to feel like you're drinking, but Mm -hmm. you're not good. And you're not good. Hillary. Okay. So you wrote and I read it. I, I, I think I made it like 12 days on the dry challenge. Will you speak to why you did it? Why? I mean, it was amazing. I mean, like the book is great. It's called The Dry Challenge. You guys have to get it.
0: Thank you. Oh my gosh. And 12 days is great. Listen, if you're cutting down alcohol at all, I think it's a positive. But for me, my dry challenge started by accident. It started as a (laughs) bet. And really at the time, I mean, I'll take you back to 2016. I was living in New York in my 20s dating i was a red carpet reporter going to all those really fun events and after parties with top shelf liquor and even if i wasn't drinking every night it was certainly available right. and definitely abundant so you know between that and socializing networking i mean new york you don't drive here so it's it's very easy to just say like oh i'll just have another one and at the end of 2016 i had dinner with my best guy friend And over sushi, he asked me if I had New Year's resolutions. And I said, absolutely not. (laughs) He brought up this, you know, new thing called dry January. And I, I basically changed the subject because it didn't fit into my lifestyle or even my career at the time. I was also freelancing about wine, beer, and spirits. So it just didn't add up. And lo and behold, a week later on New Year's Eve, I texted him happy new years. And with a glass of champagne in one hand and my cell phone in the other, something possessed me to ask him if he wanted to have a dry January bet. And so at midnight, our bet started. And I went the entire month of January, 2017, without a drop of alcohol. And I felt amazing. Like so many things changed for me and he ended up losing. And so (laughs) I won I won, the bet was whoever lost would buy the winner or dinner anywhere in New York City and nothing was off the table. So you can believe that I had him take me to a Michelin star restaurant and the so tab good. was quite expensive. We went to Momofuku Co. Side note to this day, he will not bet me anything ever again. But I, I won dinner, but I also won this amazing perspective that I could still have fun, still hang out with my friends, still live this full amazing great life in New York without, you know, drinking at brunch, without going for a cocktail after, you know, my long hard day. And it it really changed things for me.
1: You know, I think we think of not drinking as like, oh, we're not gonna be fun. It's what you said, like we're gonna be like kind of outcasted. But I think, and I want to talk about it. It's called sober curiosity. And it kind of started pre-pandemic where you have dedicated mixologists, you have complete new lines. I mean, before you had like the non alcoholic beer, the dad beer that you would try, you know, that you would hide. And now, I mean, if you look at Starla and you look at some of these other brands, I mean, they're beautiful bottles. I mean, red, white, rosé champagne, like, so I think that stigma is changing. And I think People are like you said. You're you're picking your body. You're picking your wellness over all oh, those two or three extra or four extra glasses that you don't need during the week. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's also nice to prove to yourself that you can. Because like I think there's also no, nothing wrong with drinking. Like I don't. I, I by the way, I'm not saying I'm giving up alcohol. Like by no stretch. Like I had a tequila yesterday. Don't get me wrong. But like point being. I think that to be able to kind of say, oh, I, I can not drink and I have this option and I'm going to feel great about myself. I don't think there's a stigma associated with either. Like, I think if you have a problem, that's a different conversation and you should be seeking help. That's, you know, not for us. But. Yeah, but I think, you know, sometimes I think people don't always realize they do have a problem or they don't realize, you know, Dawn, I'm sure, you know, you were saying you had like a little bit of a, a different, you know, relationship. Like sometimes... You, didn't, you might not have known you were drinking that much or you knew and you're like, you know what? You normalize it. You normalize it. I, I knew and I normalized it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I knew and I normalized it. And I think um, that's what a
1: lot of people do. Yeah. It's a coping mechanism. You know, I know for a lot of my mom friends, God bless them, no judgment. After you've been running around chasing your kids all day, you're like, fuck it, I need a glass of wine. And that, that glass of wine turns into a bottle because... You've had a hard day. You've been carpooling kids around and you're like, I need to unwind and this is what's going to make me unwind. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think other people are or are also, you know, they're going through the gummy phase yeah. or they're going through the Xanax phase or they're going through. So it is... You're doing all three at the same time. You might have a problem. You yes. pick your poison. <laughs> but I'm just saying like yeah. they're, they're definitely, you can see... Women and men, for that matter, really going kind of as a crutch. It becomes a crutch. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. absolutely I think
1: that was smart.
3: Like Don put botanicals back in the bottle so it would stay low calorie versus putting sugar and you kind of gross additives back in there just to give it a flavor that tastes like alcohol. And so I I really enjoy because, yeah, if I wanted to do a gummy later, I like that I could have an option. To drink too, and it not be just full of calories.
1: Well, I love that you, you know, your your brand is all about, you wanted to take an untraditional approach to branding Starlo, one that was feminine, stylized, and lifestyle focused, which I think, listen, we, we love a good bottle, right? And even <laughs> if it's alcohol or non-alcohol, or we can put it on our bodies. We love makeup. We love, we love hair. We love, you know, and I think that's the beauty of your wine is that There may be alcohol removed, but all the elegance and chicness is is there.
2: That's right. I mean, when you give up drinking, you go through this phase where like, am I included? Am I part of the party? And it just is this weird place to be that Hillary will, I'm sure, talk about. And to have something in your glass that's beautiful and that you enjoy and that's healthy is a real win. You know, and a lot of people assume if you're not drinking, you're an alcoholic or if you're a woman, you're pregnant you know, like, Hey, when's the baby too? It's like, yeah, Be cool. you know, but it's nice to just have something that you can sip on and have in your glass and still socialize other than a, you know, a soda or Sprite or something like that.
1: Hillary, what was the hardest part of the dry challenge? Walk us through what, I mean, day one, did you have like, okay, I can't do this. Or was that moment of like, I'm going to win. and And you just kept going.
0: You want to talk about day one. So day one, went to brunch with a number of friends and we're sitting there and everyone's ordering drinks and i was like okay I'm gonna get a coffee I'm gonna get a water and the bar the bartender i guess gives the waiter there's six of us gives us six tequila shots and i'm like this is my now or never moment i'm going to either take this tequila shot and mm-hmm. it's done like this bet is over or i'm going to pass it up and this is happening so that was that was day one that was january first that was
1: that was hard that's not easy, but also no, like a it, blessing because you were like, yeah. "I can do this now
0: I, I was like, no, so I passed it to a friend, but yeah, throughout the month, I definitely had those questions that Don mentioned, like, "Are you sick? Yeah. Are you in recovery do you you know are you
1: do the problem and, we don't know about
0: right and uh, and another one was like, when I explained to people i'm just doing this for the month they' you know, next response was, but if you're going to drink on February 1st, then what's the point? Oh yeah. And I think for me, you know, I had a lot of different, you know, responses, but one was, first of all, I'm an Aries and I am stubborn. I need to win this bet. And secondly, I don't know what's going to happen. So I, I actually physically want to see if there is a change. So, you know, if all of these millions of people have been doing dry January in the UK for years and years, Maybe there is something to it. And although I didn't think that I was going to feel any different, I mean, Amisha, I'm sure like you've experienced better sleep quality too. That was a complete and total, like, almost
1: like a game changer
0: makeover. Like I felt like a new person. I was like,
1: it is interesting when you wake up and you're like, wow, I've woken up before my alarm and I'm totally, I don't have a headache. And I'm like, you know, wait, tell our listeners, are you still dry?
0: So I am not sober and I don't claim to be because if I want to try an alcoholic beverage and I happen to, you know, sip one here or there or try something that my friend is having, I don't want people to, you know, necessarily like make judgment. So I will say that I did just did sober October and then on November 1st, I was in Hawaii, so I, you know, had a sip of a mai tai. But mm-hmm. if it gives you an idea in in 2020 alone, I'm a very like more of a social drinker. And yeah, in 2020, I had less than 10 drinks the entire year. Oh, wow. I wasn't socializing. So, I mean, at this stage, it's a little bit different because we're all out and about,
1: but I'm definitely listen, not getting And there's nothing bad with now. having a drink. I mean, you write a lot about, I mean, all. you write on yeah. Sims.com a lot about wellness. I and do. I do. <laughs> and everything in between. So let's talk about it from like a wellness aspect. Do you think that, because it's twofold, because I do think like sometimes like, It's trendy. I'm like it's it's actually becoming a trend not to drink, right? Do you find that you're you're hearing that from people? Yeah. I think
0: you know, women are definitely leading the charge and they're obviously concerned about like their health and their wellness. And I find that like it's obviously easier to work out the next morning when you're not hungover. So Mm -hmm. like to your point, no judgment on anyone if they want to drink, if they wanna, you know, live their lives, of course. But I think, you know, from a health perspective, sometimes it's, it's easier to achieve your goals, whatever they may be. If you're, you know, not drinking for a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, I, listen, I love detoxing. I love it. I've gone to this place called We Care off and on for 20 plus years. I love doing a fast. I I do. I I can, I can be in like an all or nothing. I'm, I'm all or nothing. I, 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 yeah. I, but you're good at that. I'm better than that. I've gotten pretty You've good. You've gotten though. good. I've gotten a lot yeah. better. Yeah.
2: That's no, what age re- does.
1: You've gotten crazy better. Yeah. I like, used to be like very indulgent on a, every in everything. On um, everything. I was pretty indulgent. Like I'd be like, oh, give me like a molten cake. Like, I'm not sharing. <laughs> I'll have my own. Thanks. Like, I'll have the cheeseburger, double, double patty and some bacon and cheese. Thanks. Like that was me. Yeah. But I do, I do find that. Being sober doesn't necessarily mean you're never going to pick up, you know, a glass of alcohol or, or, and I think on the other hand, you know, for people who have those issues, because I have friends of mine, they have one drink and you don't see them for three days. Like we all, we all have those friends. We all have people who have different, you know, difficult relationships with it. Some people are allergic. Like we had a friend. I'm not going to name him. Don't name him. But he, and he quit completely cold turkey. But God no bless one can him, figure it out. He would have like two or three drinks and he would be passed out cold. I mean, he would fall asleep at the dinner table and, and he really didn't drink. He really didn't drink. And his wife would be mortified. And honestly, like it was not I don't think it was. He, he didn't have a problem. But I think that alcohol didn't like it reacted to his body. And so he's you know, and he's a very, like, charismatic, super funny guy. Like, you, you know, and I think sometimes people think, oh, well, they're funny because they drink. But guess what? Like, he's still funny and charismatic drinking a LaCroix. You know, like, that that part of his personality never shifted or changed. He's still who he is, and he hasn't had a drink since. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, listen, I think some people can you know, within their bodies, they can handle it. I know people who can have five drinks. They wake up, they're totally fine. I know someone who could have like one drink and they're like, oh, I just I'm like, it gives me such a headache. But I think what I love about what you guys are doing is I think regardless of your relationship with alcohol, whether you drink too much, do whatever, anybody that drinks, your body can use a reset. So whether or not you choose to, you know, take a break for a week or a month. It's everybody's body will benefit if you do a reset. So I think that is ultimately, like if there's one takeaway I have, do it for a week. Reset your body for a week and you will have done yourself some good. You're not harming it. You're actually doing yourself some good. And if you really missed your glass of wine at a social event, like you said, Dawn, like you can still pick up a glass of Starla and be social. Like it's mm-hmm. not, you're not missing out, you know? And I think that's what some people Or you could create your out. own wine, like Dawn and Jamie <laughs> and be like, fuck it. I'm ringing my own bottle, yeah, bringing my own right. brand. I do love it. I have to say, I, I'm on my night, my night glass. You have a red blend. You have sparkling rosé. You have Sauvignon Blanc. Five calories. That's not easy to
2: do and m- make it taste good. Can you explain how? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So when you, the way we make the wine is our, we have, Amazing high quality grapes. We grow the grapes in California and Monterey Bay and Central Valley region. We make this amazing wine and then we ruin it because we take out the alcohol. There's this machine that kind of vacuums it out. <laughs> it's, yeah, th- those things exist. Who knew? And then there's this process of building the wine back. And so, what people have done in the past is what other winemakers are doing is they're adding sugar and water and juice. And so, what you end up doing is you get something that tastes a lot like wine, but it's super high in calories and carbs and all the things that, that we don't want. So early on, I started experimenting with botanicals and really wanting to make something that was, again, this Starla is really made for that female customer, right? It's, I understand the female customer, Jamie understands a female customer. So we wanted something that was light, didn't have the calories, was floral. And that's where those botanicals came in. We just kept experimenting with different botanicals, like the, the sparkling that you're drinking has got gardenia in it, it's got honeysuckle, lychee. And we just use some alternative and not uncommon or uncommon ingredients to the wine industry to help build that back up and give it the body and the. the Without the calories. That's right. That's Without right. the
1: calories, it's five calories, and there's yeah. no sugar and there's no added sugar. Dawn, do you wanna come over? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean that's and it and it it's tastes amazing. and it tastes beautiful. I mean, I was uh my office and I was looking at the other day and there was this shop called boisson, which means it's drink in and in, in French. And it's just dedicated to non-alcoholic beverages. And it was so interesting and it was like the first time and then when I was researching with Elizabeth the episode, it was incredible. Like what came up on the internet? Sober curiosity. There's this really big kind of wellness trend out of San Francisco. I can't remember the guy's name, but CEOs and marathon runners. And he puts this whole kind of wellness thing together. And again, it's still amazing. The retreats are incredible, but they have mixologists and they, you know, living a better, healthier life, but not losing the fun. And people, again, not necessarily becoming sober, but there is a real trend on, you know, this movement, which is why we wanted to have everyone on the podcast, because now there's like a store called Boisson and you can walk in and get Starly, get every, I mean, get everything. I just thought it was like, wow, we've come a long way because when hillary sent me the book last january i was like fuck hillary this is never gonna happen (laughs) let me tell you good luck
2: good luck hillary if if you think about how careful you are about what you're putting in your own body right you're you're really you guys are you know we're really careful about what you're eating and the vitamins that you're taking and the supplements that you're taking and full stop alcohol is a neurotoxin right So, And I'm not anti-drinking at all. I am for me because that's, I do me. But if you have it in moderation, if you can have less of it, if instead, you know, Monday through Thursday, maybe you're not drinking or one of the weekend days, whatever that is, think about moderating alcohol the way you would calories or fat or carbohydrates or something like that. It's really the same thing. It's just never been thought about that way.
1: Well, it's also depressant, by the way, guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one talks about that, but it is depressant. It's a depressant. We think it's an uplifting thing, but there's been plenty of studies that show that it's actually depressant. I know this is going to sound weird too. I, I've i kind of switched a little bit this summer to Prosecco or champagne. Like just a little lighter. It's just celebratory <laughs> drinking. Just celebratory drinking. <laughs> uh, it's got bubbles. It doesn't count. Bubbles. It doesn't really count. But I don't know why I said that. I was just trying to be honest. But like I do like, I, I don't know. I care about the calories. I care about... I drink tequila straight up now, you know, <laughs> but Hillary, while we have you, she's our yeah. wellness guru. She is my well and good Hillary. Tell us a little bit about some of the trends right now that's going on in the wellness world.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, for that, you can check
1: out Molly the
0: <laughs> there are so many, I think that, you know, obviously drinking less is one of them. And certainly everybody's having like their own curated moment. I know that we were just talking about lenses. What was that one that i it just Have, you you doing it too. Have you done chroma? Have you done chroma?
1: It's great. Have you guys done chroma? It's uh-uh. great. It's it's they call it a reset. Kind of what it, to Emisha's point, just taking that moment, taking a few days to kind of reset your body, reset your mind. I love Lisa. She we actually had her on the podcast. I've done it a couple of times now. My husband did it. And if my husband can do it, anyone can. Anyone can do it. Actually, he did the album. Really good. He's he's good. But he can really, yeah, he's he's very good at doing it. But I, I do think the reset is huge in every, but again, like that curated experience. Alyssa Goodman, who we had on the podcast, she's a really great health coach, health advisor with her own. And it's kind of more local to LA. She has a few of her products that she ships, but just really kind of focusing on what serves you. We're going to have a couple of women on called the Shrink Chicks and we're going to talk about detoxifying your life whether that be through friendships or uncoupling marriages breaking up with your work partner and so i think it all lends to kind of your point hillary it's like it's kind of like curated for you like you have to take pause and look at your life and kind of check in and we both kind of got hit with a few things this past year and it makes you take pause right and you have to kind of figure out like what works and, and what doesn't. Well, and that's what goes back to like, you know, drinking, I think, is a crutch when you are going through things that you're like, oh, if I just have a couple of drinks, I'm going to forget what's going on and I'm going to go to bed and I'll wake up in the morning and then I'll actually feel like crap, which you, don't, you kind of forget in the moment. So it's nice to, to think clearly when you wake up and, and, and sometimes feeling the crap you're going through. Mm-hmm. is is important. And I think that's, if one lesson's come of my detox, it is that I, healing stuff doesn't always hurt. Like it's actually not a bad thing to go through the motions and heal yourself a little bit. Yeah. And now I can, we, can drink, we, can, we can drink together. I right can now. I can have some Starla and I'm still feeling, because there's, I'm going to say this and I'm going to just, maybe that this makes me sound like a, I was a very heavy drinker, but there is a comfort I have in holding a glass of wine. There is, I don't want to stand at a party and be like, hold on, give me my like Perrier. Like I (laughs) want a glass of wine because there's a social side to it where I think we feel badly about ourselves, which maybe is just like we shouldn't and, and maybe I'm not evolved enough yet. But that is definitely, I think we all can fall into that trap where we feel this need to like, oh, my friends are all drinking. So I'm going to have a glass of wine. And like, I I don't want to be the odd man out. So that's what's kind of great about this is like, I can bring this to a party and I can keep on my sober wagon for as long as I want to. And not that comfort I have is no one's going to be like, what are you drinking? Like, oh, I'm just I brought my own wine. Thanks. I'm good. You can have some. You're gonna feel great in the morning if you have it definitely
0: the ritual of it, right? Yeah. It's the With the t- ritual. ritual. Like, totally. It's
1: the ritual. It's a lot. It's more of the ritual than actually the drinking of it, right? So. I don't like to feel drunk. Like, I don't actually enjoy I don't, it. Yeah. I'm not. I always stop before. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not. I mean, I'm very controlled. You know when I'm not. You know when I've had one too many. I can tell when she's She drunk. can't. She's like the only person who can tell when I'm totally drunk. And no one else can tell. Not even my husband can tell. Every now and then. but I don't know when the last time I've been drunk. But I don't. Gosh. I can tell. You can yeah. tell with me too, but we just know each other very well. Not really. You're good too. I get really hot. Like my <laughs> face feels like it's on fire.
3: Me too. I And my face turns red, like, oh. like one glass. I look a mess. So, like we call Starla your best kept beauty secret because it really like, if I'm sipping on it, I don't get all fired
1: yeah. up. In yeah. Face. No, it's, you guys are, I mean, I, it's so exciting because I do, to your point, like, non-alcoholic beer is like all you've been able to find before. And I I will, I have a sober friend and I didn't know, like it was New Year's Eve a couple of years ago and she was coming over and I was like, oh, I got to go. I I need to have something for her to drink. And so I ran to the liquor store and I bought non-alcoholic beer. I didn't know that like sober people don't really drink, like true, like (laughs) recovering. People don't drink like non-alcoholic (laughs) drinks. So I was like, here, I got you a non-alcoholic Heineken. And she's like, I don't do that. <laughs> but I will get some Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to go down that road. <laughs> but, but we're that's all
3: trying to navigate the same thing. This is kind of, this is new. And, you know, I think like to have something to y'all's point, like that you could just have at, you know, to serve to friends. Like mm-hmm. I don't even always tell them that it's alcohol removed. I just serve it. And it's like when you give your parents decaf coffee and is this decaf, but it, this, it's, it's so nice to have it. It makes everything inclusive and it makes people feel good to know that they at least have an option if you just keep it in your home. Totally.
1: Totally. Yeah. We, we do this to our kids all the time. No, that does not have avocado or broccoli in it. No, oh, yeah. absolutely not. I, no. Yeah, I have found totally unflavored good. zinc. To put into my kids' water because it's like the best immune support right now. And Is I that have, the Mary's probiotic? It's it's not the probiotic. It's actually pure I mean, the ionic Mary's zinc. ionic, but yes. it's, it's Mary's. It's Mary's, Mary's roots. roots organic. And I'm telling you, like my I have a three and a half year old who won't eat anything that she doesn't know the flavor of, and so I hide it in her water. And that's like the, like, what you don't know won't kill you. So this is a beauty podcast and we have three lovely, beautiful ladies on today. So Hillary, we're going to start with you. We you know, you love beauty. What's your favorite foundation?
0: Oh, right now I'm using like, it's definitely by Huda Beauty, but it's like her, like a glowy one. Oh, I wish I brought my makeup bag. I just got it. I love it. It Huda. makes your like face look glowy. Even if you're not, it's great for January.
1: You look very, very glowy. You also, right. your skin glows when you're when you're dry. By the way, just FYI. Oh That's yeah,
0: it. it's alcohol definitely dehydrates your skin. Yes,
1: it does dehydrate you. And I don't drink enough water anyway. I'm just going to admit that on my own podcast. It's fine. I don't drink enough water. I drink-, I drink. I drink a ton of water right now. I drink those Stanley cups. I drink like three. I refill them three times. the huge ones. Day. Dang, dang! Favorite mascara, Hillary. Favorite mascara right now is by
0: Inner Beauty. Mm. Ooh, I don't know that brand. Like schooling us over Look here. Look at Huda,
1: that. Inner. I don't know any of this. Favorite, like your hair is great. Do you use? Do you curl it? Do you wand it? Do you just let it dry she's, and it's she's just an naturally? An I can tell she's you know, dryer.
0: Actually, this is a secret. My hair is actually naturally curly. Oh. I let it air dry okay. and then I just take the flat iron to it and we hate like every day it's like my meditation like i sit there and i'm just like
1: hillary if you could get a facial anywhere in the world where would it be
0: joanna barkis
1: yeah i knew you were gonna say that i already knew the answer
0: also i don't live in la i'm like back and forth a lot but facile in west hollywood is also a great one.
1: facile mm. Mm -hmm. now jamie are you in dallas as well
3: i'm in dallas now yeah i'm a california kid but i'm here now do you like dallas I do. It's, it's been a bit of a, uh, I've been here since 2014. So it, it's not as pretty as California. I grew up in San Diego and then lived in LA for a long time. So I miss the beach, but I like where I'm at.
1: You know who you remind me of Piper Parabo. She, you totally remind us of Piper. We love Piper. Wait, Is that Jersey? No, the no, actress, the actress Piper know, was she in coyote ugly. Yes. Yes. Do you get it yeah, all the time?
3: It the dozen, which I just watched with my eight year old. You look, do you,
1: have you, do you get it all the time?
3: Never got it. Really? really? No. Got it. When I, I mean, lived you in look LA, just, she's I got all... Ashley Simpson before she had the plastic surgery. Oh, so oh, well, a nice thank yeah. you.
1: Beauty. Do you, do you love beauty? What are some of your favorite products? Favorite products? Okay.
3: Um, this is really terrible because I'm bad at like, I just, like, I don't even know how to like, you're just good with wine, makeup. right? I'm just drinking. I'm sticking with this <laughs> best kept beauty secret, Starla wine. Um, <laughs> No, but uh, what Bobby Brown came up with something I bought on Instagram. Jones and Road. Like,
1: Jones Road. I'm obsessed. We love we her. just had her on. It, we, honestly, it's uh, an incredible episode. We learned so much. I'm going to listen to it. I can't wait. no, i
3: I bought like a few things. and then I loved those things that I warm in New York, and it was like really cold. and I kind of got, like, anyway my face still look good so I bought all the
1: things she has amazing blushes she has a ama- the best blush is the miracle is, bomb the is miracle amazing. bomb is a great the hippie I got the stick. Miracle bomb it's, so it's good. incredible she's good she just she's she just came out with a Bobby 2.0 her kind of like her kit it's like a five minute makeup no makeup it's got like a taupey brown matte eyeshadow that you can smear it just use a little bit she is a Beautiful kind of a cream blush. That's I really want to try her new foundation. Her foundation like it's really good. It's called the Bobby. It's Jones Road 2.0. Make sure and check it out. I'm gonna How is beauty in Dallas? Women love their beauty and their products and their
3: Yeah, they love their beauty. And we have Joanna Chack here, which is fantastic. She's amazing.
1: So she's amazing.
3: She's available to go see her. But yeah, Dallas ladies, they love still big hair, lovely face. Closer to God.
1: Closer to God, boo. Exactly. I love me some Dallas. I love me. I do. We learned a fun fact actually about Dallas women when we had Renee, not Dallas, but Texas women in general, when we had Renee Rouleau on, she said that women in Texas had better skin overall and less skin cancer because they wore foundation every day. And this is like back in like the eighties before there was SPF in foundation, there was still titanium dioxide or I'm saying oxide, whatever it is but it still prevents your skin from, it still shielded skin from the sun. So women in Texas were the ones that always, do you remember when she said that? Mm-hmm. So she said that women in Texas, while they wore makeup all the time, ended up having better skin when they were older because they wore makeup all the time. So kind of all a fun the fact. They wear
3: it at the gym. They're fully, I mean, hair's done, makeup's done, working out. God bless. And I, just, I look like a newborn mouse, just like
1: drowning. <laughs> Dawn, yours from Dallas. Dawn just Give us told, a little told us secret. her age
2: and she does not look yeah, it you at you do not
1: look at Dawn. God bless. What God are some bless. of your faves? What are some of your go-tos? Give it up. You
2: no, know, I am I am totally obsessed. And I always say it's agent now Ma- how do you agent? Tour? Yeah, thank you. They have a collagen that Jamie turned me on to that I'm obsessed with. I Wait, can it you say co- that it, can you repeat that? It's agent nature. They have a collagen powder that I put in my coffee every morning. Does it and, taste fishy? Um, not at all. Not fishy? Not at all. No, not at all. And I was worried because it's all sa- it is a salmon collagen. It is unbelievable. It will make your skin glow and your hair stronger and your nails better. Does it have I any flavor was- or no? I don't get any flavor. I just. We're no. getting that. Oh, ordering that. It. Yeah, I need that. You, we're ne- we're ordering that. It. And I'm weird about that. I don't want it to taste fishy at all. Like, yeah. like f- taking fish oil and stuff. I'm super weird about it. This is you would never know it's in there. It's amazing. amazing. I was out of it and I was a little panicked about it. I just got some more.
1: You just sold like a million. Yeah. Agent and the Tours, by the way. Someone sent me collagen powder once and I opened it up and I almost vomited it smelled so fishy i was like i'm not putting this anywhere near my i promise you you won't smell it okay they
3: serve it now at air one that's how you can get like you can get a little that brand.
1: okay well we're gonna go there (laughs) after this we're going there after okay give it up tell us more more yeah you you almost gave you only gave us one dawn it's a beauty podcast we need more we need more (laughs)
2: I love Elastin has a nectar. Have you used Elast any Elastin products? They have a nectar that is so yummy and so lovely. And you just want to slather your body with it. Mm -hmm. And you put it on under your, you know, obviously under your foundation and under your lotion. And it's heaven. And you just need the littlest bead of it.
1: What's your favorite serum?
2: Cherry? No, I don't know. (laughs)
1: Dawn, you're keeping secrets from me. Hillary, you can answer. I know you. What's your favorite serum? We love a serum.
0: I mean, I'm between like SkinCeuticals, Elastin has a bunch too. I don't know. I I I have to like do different ones at different times yeah. between LA and New York and the weather just depends. But.
1: We do a little rapid fire. Jamie, favorite thing about not drinking?
3: That it, my skin looks better than it ever has.
1: When you are drinking, what's your go-to cocktail?
3: Ranch waters.
1: Hmm. What is that?
3: It's, it's, a, it's a tequila drink where you do just like uh, basically Topo Chico and tequila mixed together. With it's what you juice. like. Oh, it's what that's I drink. What okay, okay. Like yeah. That's called Ranch Waters.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to feel so cool when hair. I say that now. I oh, like, like a Ranch Water, please. Like yeah. a Ranch
2: Water, please.
1: That's like that's like when I was in college. What, what, what was it called when you had the vodka cranberry? What was that actually yeah, what, called? What, the what was screwed? It? No. What was a vodka cranberry Jungle called? cheese? No. What was a vodka cranberry called? <laughs> no sex on the beach. But I remember going up to the bar and being like, can fun. I have a screwdriver? <laughs> and I'm like, ew, like, can you imagine like going up to a bar now and asking for a screwdriver? Like, no. Don, coffee or tea? Coffee. Biggest pet peeve?
2: Oh my gosh. People that chew with their mouth open.
1: Oh, me too. Mm. Loud chewers, like, mm. ugh. Hillary, what's your superpower?
0: <laughs> Writing for Molly Stop.
1: <laughs> yes! Hmm. How much water do you drink in a day, Hillary?
0: Not enough. I literally run on coffee and more coffee and...
1: Coffee or tea, you would say coffee. Yeah,
0: it's going to be cold brew all the way. Like black, no milk, nothing, no sugar.
1: That's how I like it. you could go one place in the world, where would it be?
0: Oh my gosh. I would go back to probably Italy. Just and eat all the carbs. Mm,
1: I love carbs in Italy. They don't exist anywhere else. It's just in Italy. Yeah. They're only allowed in Italy. There's they also a specific, don't make you gain weight. They, I, it's yeah, just the exactly. weirdest thing ever. Like,
0: no, it's, it's that rule though. They're just better there.
1: They're just, it's just better. It's Cleaner. like it doesn't matter. Even if you buy it there and you bring it back here and you make it, it's just not as good. No, no, it
0: has to be vacation
1: carbs. It has to. Be, I like that. I, I love vacation carbs. Like vacation shopping, it doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. Jamie, favorite place to shop. Online. Uh, online. I-, I love matches. Ah, we love matches. We love matches. I
3: love matches a lot. I just, you know, now they have like the private cell happening. So I just spent a little bit too much
1: time on there. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We, we, I know. I saw that email pop in my inbox this morning. Dangerous. Don't open it. We ask every guest before we leave. Dawn, I'm going to start with you. If you could give your 10-year-old self a piece of advice, what would it be? You're good enough. Mm. Jamie.
3: I just be confident in who you are. Like rock. You do you.
1: You do you. Hillary.
0: I'm going to say enjoy the ride. It's there's been, you know, a lot of different ways that I think all of our lives have kind of, you know, mm. gone up and down in and out. So. Ain't it's that
1: the truth. <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's how you climb the mountain, but it's also how, you, how you get off the mountain. And it's, ebbs and flows and it. I fucking hated this word. It's it's but it's a journey. It sure is. It's a journey. It is. Dawn, Jamie, Hillary, you guys are amazing. Literally. We love Starla Wines. I got to tell you, I can't wait to not drink. It's like, honestly, <laughs> though, it's thank you for normalizing. Yeah, it. normalizing it because we have so many people who are like, you guys are alcohol. I'm like, no, we're not. No, we're not. But we're not. not. Hillary, dry challenge, boo.
2: You're going to do it again. January? Are you going to do it?
1: I might do it. it. Are you going to do it? I'll do it. it. Yeah, I could do it. Do it. Dawn's already doing it. You can't, you don't count. Dawn Dawn is in. You're already in. Jamie's in. Jamie's in. You guys make sure and check out Starla. It's the first and only premium alcohol removed wine created for wine lovers. And it launched just over two and a half years ago at Starla Wine. Hillary, tell everyone where we can see you. Hillary Wrights, New York. By the way, I love, I love your Instagram. I always have. Hillary Wrights. Thank you. New York, Florida lives in New York City, right?
0: Yeah, I grew up in Florida.
1: I love it. You're the best. You're so talented. Stock up on Starla yeah, for me. It's a great exactly. thing to bring to parties. All right, you guys. Well, Thank that's a wrap. So that's it's a wrap. Fun. You guys are awesome. little Dallas, a little New York, a little okay. LA. We're a little New Jersey in a little LA. New Jersey in LA. <laughs> you guys, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Emisha Gormley. We are always so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim or my website where we just dive a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and much, much more on mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. A special thanks to my team, Elizabeth Tawfield, Schaefer Carrillo, Ken O'Ryan, and Anna Sessions and everyone at Deer Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun.